Hello, and welcome to another episode of What You Say, where we are two moms here to encourage, empower, and inspire with love and laughter. I'm Amber. And I'm Melanie. Hey, Mel, how you doing? I'm good. Ooh, honey. Child first is hot, then it's cold, then it's cold, then it's hot, then it's cold, then it's cold, then it's cold. I don't understand it. <laughs> it's too bad. Said a big old storm is finally headed that way. Oh my goodness. Into way. Into way. Yes, indeedy. Yes, indeedy. Um, you know, I know we, we're gonna be talking about something else, you know, today, but I just wanna say this to all of my parents out there. Um, and this is for an upcoming, upcoming podcast parents unite parents on strike just just keep that in the in your medulla oblongata okay because <laughs> this these cheering oh, oh lord help me jesus um yeah i i just you know i i, I really really have to use what the lord said do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And I say it this way, because the way that our children do unto us, <laughs> it will be reciprocated. <laughs> so if you with me, holla at your girl. Okay. It's not it's not vengeance. It's called lesson. Mm-mm. No, I still love them. Yeah, but honey, they gonna get a taste of their own. <laughs> bitter, bitter, bitter. <laughs> Well, I gotta have a GoPro. I need to get this all on video. <laughs> you know, it's it, because it's it's with the you call them, they don't respond. Yes. Oh, I, oh, I all right. Have. Well, what you gonna do is just say that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we gonna say that. You know, it's time. gonna get you riled up. Yes, I know. I know. I know. Woo, Hercules, Hercules. No. Anyway. <laughs> Today's not a rile up day. It's no, Monday. no, no. It's 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 uh so we are in what man calls a season of love because it's February. <laughs> see, every day, every month is a season of love because see, Jesus, yes, <laughs> he is love. Okay, God is love. Yes, indeed. He created this world with love. He created us with love because we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So uh, let's talk about relationships and and and, and in that aspect, singleship. Mm. Singleshipism. Um, you know, I I was uh fortunate enough to attend a singles night, you know. And um this was actually yeah, I was yeah, attended a singles night. And it was actually really good. It wasn't one of those things where, oh, girl, you got to come to single night because you might find your man or, you know, you're going to find your woman. But um, 
so, but it wasn't it wasn't like that it was more so to you know get insight you know gain insight um because there was a panel it was at a church and it was very informative you know very informative and um yes yeah and and yes they talked about sex in the church you know i know people are like ooh they did that at church I don't understand why people do that, actually, because you do understand that God created sex. <laughs> I'm just saying that he did. Um, uh, people always think it's so taboo to speak of that. Uh, did Y'all need to read um, the Song of Solomon, Chay. <laughs> um, but it it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't anything overt or you know graphic or it wasn't anything like that but the thing is that there I've noticed that there are a lot of younger people who handle or try to get into relationships it's different because I I notice there are people that I don't don't believe in labels like what does what Uh, what do you mean okay so hold on wait a minute but someone who's been at the dating game could somebody explain that part of labeling people what do you mean oh okay so oh oh, yeah i'm sorry so label (laughs) label labeling is you know you my girlfriend you my boyfriend they they don't like the 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 type the labels and i'm like what? So, wait, wait, wait. So, how do they? I, I, I'm sorry. Listen, um, I've been out of the dating game. For no, but that's years, just a ploy. That's just a ploy of, of, just, of being uncommitted. They at, don't want their. Go ahead. I was gonna say, okay, labeling. Okay, that's my girlfriend, or that's my lady. Whatever term you choose to put with it, it sounds like a cop out on being committed and right. intentional about <clears throat> yeah. a relationship that's what that sounds like to me yeah but and I'm that's exactly saying. what it is you know I don't believe oh, okay. in labels but <laughs> my thing is my thing is this and and honey let me tell you something because the uh the pastor brought it you know he took it to a little level he said well look y'all don't like labels labels started in the beginning because he <laughs> God gave Adam <laughs> he gave Adam the job to label <clears throat> each and every animal and each and everything in the garden <laughs> so labels was first and foremost <laughs> so you can miss me with all of that but, but but again here we go excuse me that is one of those moments ladies if you're at an event or something or wherever it is that you may meet someone and that subject matter comes up and the person does that Oh, I don't believe in labels. Oh, okay. Keep nice on walking. To, I nice ain't talking to, to you. you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Gotta go. Uh, oh, that's my phone ringing. Gotta go. Um, Really, because that is a cop out and it's indicative of the person not being intentional in being in any, because that shows you if he don't want to be labeled if that's what he has issues or triggers or whatever he want to call it, you know he ain't got no relationship <laughs> with God. Go ahead. But see, you you also have to realize it's it's not just a cop out, and he's only doing that for relationship status. Because guess what, you're labeled throughout your entire day when you go to work. What's your title? <laughs> Hilaire. 
But when, when your mama calls but, you, who is she to you? <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, you know, it don't 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 do that. Don't uh, don't miss I, me with I'm all of that. I'm going to still stand firm on the fact that that's a cop out and that's you are not in, interested in being in the same kind of relationship that I am. You're not I'm interested talking. in being in a relationship. Right, because I'm talking about but the even at that you know, see you. So that means you a serial dater. Oh, I used a label. So sorry. Um, but the point is, is that you're not interested in exclusivity. Okay. Because that means if you're going to be dating around because you avoiding being labeled, um, you got other issues going on. And those are issues that a person who's interested or d- in uh intentional excuse me about their about what kind of relationship they are you just need to avoid that okay nice meeting you (laughs) (laughs) be decent about it respectful (laughs) keep your integrity and your dignity and carry your purse in the what bend to your arm and keep it moving and you know you you also have i mean there's singlehood Amongst every age level, okay. Don't don't get it twisted, you know, because they're like, well, wait a minute, it's not. I'm, I'm all these people too young, and you know the the streets is is wild. The streets is wild for everybody, but <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, it's ooh, it's a lot. You got to you got to be prayed up, standing firm, armored up, and everything else out in these here streets, or as some folks call them, streets. Um. No matter the age, because it's a whole lot of cray cray around and you just have to be, have on the Lord before you head out that door. Give me your discerning spirit and <laughs> remove all of this counterfeiters away from me in Jesus name. Ooh, um, counterfeits and that applies to the finances where I do have a question, but go ahead. <laughs> Um, mm. you know, you, you had, and, and listen, and, and that was something that was brought up to with, with regard to the finances. Okay. You might, you might be, and, and, and I, you might, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. So there are a lot of people who exclude people because of their job status, their, um, their financial status, their, their credit score, you know, and that kind of thing. Now, if you are an entrepreneur, all right, and that's great, you know, because that's where a lot of us have been heading or are in that anyway. Um, that's fine. Uh, where? What is your goal? You know, and that's the thing. Are you, if, if you're in debt, where are you, do you have something in place or a goal in place to say that this is where I'm getting to at this point I will be out of debt what are you working towards to get out of debt if you are let's just say if if you are and and I'm just using this as an example I'm not saying anything against being being this but if you are driving a bus okay public transportation and let's just say because a lot of people have side hustles or they're working on towards something. Are you working on to get? Is this is this your career? Is this what you want to do for life? You know, or are you working on something to better yourself? You know, um, and, and that kind of thing. Because there are certain, yeah, granted, there are certain 
careers or jobs that people have always had a desire to do. Like, I, oh my gosh. And this is what burned me up. I saw a, uh, an IG or TikTok or something where a woman said, shoot, if you a police officer, a firefighter, you, uh-uh, I wasn't dealing with you because they ain't nothing, they ain't a real job, I wasn't dealing with you. I was like, okay, you need to shut up. First of all, because you sound ignorant. Two, because you sound ignorant. And three, because you are ignorant. Um, Here's the thing. There are people who have aspired or desired to become a police officer, to become a firefighter, because one, get, what do they do? <gasps> They help people. Now, wait a minute. Let me just say this. Because I know some people are like, what you mean police officers be helping people? Ain't everybody that's a police officer ain't out to get you. Okay? Let me just say that. And and I'm going to say this because my ex-husband is a police officer. And he, he, you know, he actually, I asked him why he wanted to get into it. He said he wanted to help. <laughs> he was being funny, though. But he said he want to help the knuckleheads. You know, try to be better. But, you know, and I get it. You know, you do. You still want to help people. All right. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that. And if you want to be in a business where that is helpful, why are you so set against it? Why are you so set against it? What is you doing? (laughs) You know, but, you know, so I'm not saying that. And yes, there are police officers and firefighters that, again, have that quote unquote side hustle or, or they're also entrepreneurs and they're trying to expand and and have multiple streams of income. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, all right, what you doing? But let me just let me just say this. When you do have a career and you want to do other things, make sure those other things, especially if you are single and you want to be in a relationship, do not put those things before that person that you are in a relationship with because it will not last it won't because there are some people that I mean even pastors there are some people that oh I got to church to church to church to church to church and you have a you're you're married and have a family and they're being neglected because of the church because you're so preoccupied with that. No, God made family first. Family has always been first in God's eyes. So that being said, you know, look at those different situations. Don't just put somebody in a box because they are um, in a certain position. You ask questions. You know, it's nothing wrong with that. Just because, okay, yeah, so he is a janitor. Okay. You know, I mean, you would hope that that's not your lifelong career, that that's not what you desire to do. So what do you you ask the question? So, oh, yeah, you look good, you know. So what do you do? Oh, I'm a janitor at school. Okay. Um, What else do you like to do? You know, have you you, any, do you have other goals or aspirations? And if they say, uh, no, Okay, it's nice meeting you. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, but, you know, there and there are other things. And, I, and that, like I said, we have singlehood at different ages. 
you know, in my age bracket, there are other, there are different things that we um, need to know, you know, I mean, or because we have situations that are beyond our control, out of our control, such as in women, um, sometimes the factory is shut down. Ain't we having no more kids, you know, so you have to look at that. You know, consider that does does the does your uh, potential want children if they don't have any, and if that's the case, and they are around your age too. First of all, why you want kids at your age? At your big age, <laughs> I need to understand that. <laughs> um, but yeah, you have to have those conversations. I mean, and not you don't have to rattle off everything all at one time. You know interact get to know you know and then it'll it'll open itself up that door will open you don't have to race to it so what you say Mel well you know that's a whole mouthful um but in in your inquiry if I might use the term loosely of your conversation about future goals as it pertains to a relationship I think on so many levels about every area that you're, I guess, establishing as a part of this relationship, you have to think on a broader perspective. If you meet a, a gentleman and he says, well, you know, I'm a police officer and I want to do, I'm, I want to help in the community. Okay. Well, that's your nine to five job. But in helping, what are you thinking about on a future perspective of what you could do to further broaden that, to bridge the gap between, let's say, law enforcement and people in your community? That's something to think about. Um, oftentimes, people kind of leave it at, oh, you're a janitor, and not really ask the more um, penetrating questions in terms of what their future outlook and goals or aspirations might be. And if it, you know, if it's, um, you know, well, okay, you're a janitor and, oh, you say you love that. So maybe there's a passion for that. Have you ever thought about having your own janitorial company? So those are things that you, those are the kinds of questions that you can ask to further delve into their psyche about where their life is going. And I think you have to be open to the fact that you, many women who are single, you know, they want a mate who maybe wants a ready-made family, but Suppose you meet per a person and this person happens to be, now you have children and this person says, oh yeah, well, you know, I'm a single parent and I have a very young baby um, under the age of five, let's say. And due to his particular situation, he is a widow. So how do you feel on the other side of having yes, a ready-made family here. And, and, and also let's say he checks off the boxes. I mean, he has an income where his job might um, have him so busy, but he has a nanny, you know, so he has all the family, the faith, the fitness and finances all checked off. But here you are having to <laughs> think about, Ooh, 
I got to revisit motherhood. Now, see, that's why you can't be one-sided when you think about these relationships and the things that you may want. Here it is. God is check, letting all your boxes be checked off. But then there's this one, one that's is kind of gray in family because you are only thinking about your you. children and your family. So that's why I say you have to be very, you have to think, on a broader perspective about the relationships and not solely about what you want, what your desires, because it's about family. It's about compromise. It's about bringing things together. Um, and, you know, you have to make difficult choices if, if the relationship is reaching a level of seriousness and potentially commitment. Okay. Now I have to introduce my children. What happens with what your children think? Cause see, they're not looking at this person that you're about to be in a relate committed relationship with through these rose color um, glasses. Kids are very transparent. They will absolutely discern exactly where somebody's coming from and you can't dismiss them. If they say, you know, I don't know, I'm not feeling him. Or you might have some, well, you know what? It's going to a serious level. I think he should meet my kids. I'm I'm having a little bit of iffiness about something. But they may be able to enlighten you about something and not necessarily negative. They may be able to change your heart. Wow, do you know, mom, I sat down and talked with him and he was really interesting. Like he shared this, that, and the other with me about his relationship, you know, with his family. And it was an inspiration to, you know, your child. So there's so many things that facets of being in a relationship, either coming out of a divorce or being single for a period of time, um, or coming out of a relationship. And you also have to make sure you're healed and healthy emotionally you can't go into a new relationship taking baggage from another thing if you've been in any kind of abusive situation divorce whatever it is you have to heal from that and and you really have to give that all over to God so that he can maybe point out to you you know you were wrong about this um, but you need to work on this about yourself See, because God will let you know. No matter, you don't have to be looking for a relationship. Period. That's just who, how He works. You were either wrong about this, but I'm saying you need to be healed and healthy and emotionally in touch with yourself. And then whoever you meet, you know, you don't want to. You know, folks. The first thing they say when you start asking about money is. Oh, she a gold digger. You know, don't go to the the extremes of I'm not going to the cheesecake factory. Look at me. You sound you sound very I have to say it, you sound so street, so shallow. So so your intentions are just, well, what can he give me? And we understand from a biblical perspective that yes, the man should be a provider, and that's why you want someone who has that. Um, finance box and those are things you have to even discuss in a committed relationship such as a marriage you know if he's better at finances then you should let that be his niche but definitely he needs to bring you in to educate and, and inform in that and those are decisions that need to be made now if he comes with from a past of maybe 
you know, relationships of interesting types. There's some things you need to be informed of before you get to marital counseling. And that's about being open and honest. And even if, you know, you get to that point and maybe that person, you can come to an agreement that whatever was in our past, we're not that person <clears throat> because God said, behold, you are a new creation, you know, and if you are serious about your relationship with God and your love for God, yes, you've been healed from those things and delivered. And it's not necessary. And maybe you come to an agreement that we are going to let our past be our past. Yeah. Let our past be our past. Speaking now, of past, do you do you reveal? When do you reveal? Maybe something that is, let's say, sensitive. I'll say that. But see, okay, you know, sensitive is like spicy, and when I say that, it's it's what everybody's sensitive is not the same as yours. So. I mean, it could be like, oh, wait a minute. I mean, highly, high, like you know. So, like, okay, let's, say, let's be, let's be, let's be. Okay, so real no, about I'm just gonna, re- I'm gonna be real about it right now because I right. was the the question. It okay, my que- my question, and I don't think I don't think this is too because Mama needs to know in the climate that we're in. I need to know um, when your mother got the sonogram for you was there a hamburger or was there um a hot dog i just need to know see that's what i need to know <laughs> i need to know that you know and that those are things that really should and, and be it, generated in just a general sense of conversation as you begin to you know like your relationship you know hey you know but i'm like more of this when you go on because you could have been born with a hamburger or a hot dog but were you know were you wilding out at some situationship of of erotic activity with someone of the same sex <laughs> i'm trying to be decent about this you know because that you know and that person may tell you you know i used to be into this that and the other but i'm delivered from that and that's where i say um, you need to to be honest and forthright about your if that's no I've been delivered from that that was years ago and I think that the word says that all have fallen short of the glory of God because we know we didn't we mm-hmm. when we're honest with ourselves we know we didn't tumble out of the room saved sanctified filled with the Holy Ghost None of that. God now, said that we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. And so we have to be very honest, even about our own past, because we've done some things, I'm sure, that we're not willing to just put on front street. Okay. And th- that's part of the learning. That's part of the experience. That's part of even helping someone else who may be struggling in an area in which you come from. And, and yes, that would be more under the guise of ministry. But God says that we're all we're all supposed to be ministers in some way. But we have to be 
we have to let in our walk and how mature we are and that everybody's at a different place in their relationship with God, but we have to extend grace and mercy. Now, we and that, that being said, it, that doesn't mean that, you know, you still have to say, oh, okay. You know, that, that doesn't mean that because everybody isn't, you know, not, and not saying that they don't have grace, but some people's just, I don't know if I could actually deal with that because and some that people right there is being honest with yourself. Right. Yes. You're not always built to deal with someone else's past. You know, you can, and you, it's how you put it to them. You know, I, I, I can receive what you said, but I'm just not emotionally built to take that on. Because and that's can, a respectful you, way. And then there's, you know, and, and I think that the, the other person shouldn't feel, I mean, I, I'm, I can't say that they shouldn't feel because it, they feel what they feel, but well, I would they shouldn't say, hold it against you because yeah, you're I, being I, because, honest in that Because way. I would say that, you know, it's just like, okay, if I'm in, in, in a moment intimate and then I'm like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> it could just stay but that's well let's go back because when you talk about family right you you don't always know who you're meeting let's say you meet a young lady and she's come out of a relationship let's say where it was physical abuse okay and you're being raised by a single mom who you growing up saw physical abuse against your mom so on one hand you have someone who's come out of it and you know they they're healthy hold saved and got their lives more on track and you are coming from a foundational thing of that's all you've seen and know that's where you have those critical conversations of how do you feel about that? Are you because remembers right? How, what are you doing to get healthy and whole to get beyond that? Because you know it's been said that hurt people hurt people, and that hurt isn't always just emotional. Yes, it could be, and sometimes it is physical. So if that's all you know, that gives you a woman a potential scope of how you think women should be treated. And that's where the critical conversation comes in to find out where that person's head is. Or did you get, and as you mentioned earlier, have you been in therapy about, you know, the behavior that you saw of a man against a woman and that woman is your mom? Because a good, a good picture for any woman if if a man's mother is alive how he treats his mother can definitely be an inkling of how he'll treat you and that's why you got to you can't be so caught up in this he's wonderful and he's bringing all you got to have that critical eye and yes look if you don't have it ask God for it it's called discernment See, it, it, it's important that when you see these difficult situations, you know, your conversation can be more 
not I won't say pro, well probing, but really it's something you need to know. You need to make sure that your choices are deliberate and informed when you make them. And yes, ex- ex- extend grace. You know, understand, oh, that's wonderful. He's in therapy or he had been in therapy for years and he had been in classes, you know, at the church where he's been able to share and discuss, you know, how he's been delivered from that and how he sees how God says a woman should be treated to love your wife if that's it is as God loves the church but he says more importantly his first command to us is that we love one another and and you also have to a lot of people have issues well a lot of people of melanation has had issues and it's gotten better but therapy there's nothing wrong with therapy because I know some people like I'm in therapy oh amen you know so no i'm serious there are people like, hold no, up you're absolutely because well, what are, okay you? first that's the you're in therapy great and please don't think that don't don't think church is the answer all the time uh, but but when you're in therapy you know and if someone does say you know reveal that to you don't get all you know don't show it in your face and don't don't oh lord you know but you know give them grace and you know encourage mm-hmm. them that that's you know that's great you know that after you say that's great well what are you in therapy for you know that's a an open conversation especially because they open the door to it but um, they're also letting then, you know they're <clears throat> trying to become right. their better self but that's but but you still have to ask okay so what is it and how long have you been now if they tell you what it is and they just started you may want to just chill out for a minute (laughs) because again that goes back to you being honest about yourself and what you are willing to take on and and yes sometimes people are not necessarily going to respect the fact that you just are not built to take on such a difficult or challenging issue and so therein comes when people say, oh, wow, she's my ride or die. And sometimes I can't stand what? that. Wait a minute. Well, but wait a minute. Sometimes something <clears throat> comes up such as that where you think I'm not built for that. But that's you thinking, ask God, God, am, am I ready for this? Honey, Cause, yes. Cause see, you know, he knows the bigger picture. And sometimes he needs to show you what he put in you. Read the book of Hosea. And how you, come on now, how you overcome her. Because sometimes you're like, well, wait a minute. I mean, this isn't about a relationship, but I asked God, I said, well, wait a minute. We've been talking. How come I didn't, you didn't prepare me for this? He said, because I ain't have to, because you already were. And I took myself and sat down and said, okay, now this where we, this how we go. And he said, I'm ready for this. You know, so again, don't just, don't try to do, and, and I like what your pastor said, don't try to do God's job. Sometimes we have to get out of our own way. But again, pray about these things. Ask God. It's okay. Sit, you know, and if he says, yep, move forward. But if he says no, okay, because you're not ready. And that's something where we have to 
we have to let God do his job and we have to stop trying to help him sometimes like, Oh, I've been on this dating app forever and you ain't helped sent me nobody. Uh, let me get off of this thing. No, that's why I tell sometimes people, that's why James puts it so plainly. Let patience have her perfect work in you. And I tell people you got to date patience. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the word, okay? And, you know, we we live in a day and age, we want things real quick. And that's not how God works. We're not, we're not a quick work. We're not. If you think about your journey in Christ, did you just get so, as they say, deep? No, you had to learn things. As he says in the word, as the as newborn babes, you were a babe at one. But yeah, when you begin to walk with God more, then you can eat that spiritual meat. You can have that compassion. You can have that open ear to see beyond what's right in front of you in a person. You know, you can, you know, God allow you to ask those intentional questions that delve more into that and you can be helping somebody say you know what that's something I thought about but I never really explored it so now you know you have encouraged someone to think beyond the little and potentially explore the bigger And these are those things, those tools that prepare you for when the storm comes. And speaking of tools, before we wrap this up, I just want to say this. Ah, what now? Listen, when, see, the Lord gives you a spirit of discernment. That's one of them tools, honey. And we have things called red flags. Now, just because it's been a while, you don't get thirsty or desperate. Just because, oh, he looked good or or she looked good and, oh, this and that and that and that. Watch for them red flags, okay? I'm serious. Don't be so caught up in the moment or in the looks or or what have you and get all googly-eyed that you miss um, selfishness, that you miss um, the opera singer. And when I say, and I'm talking about selfishness, the opera singer, when I say it's all about that person, me, 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 you know, when they start saying, well, you know, I want, I want the, I, I want you because you make me feel this way. And, you know, you give me this and you give me that. And you, well, what a, huh? It, that's a me, me, me thing. But they never ask you what, what they do for you. They never ask you, you know, how do you feel about this? It's always what they want, not what you want. See, that's when... That's a red flag. (laughs) No, I get it. But if you're continuing to have a conversation, it's called perspective. And you say, well, have you ever considered that a relationship is about more than just you? Have you considered to ask or find out in some way what the other person is interested in, 
you know, willing to do because just because that's your eye plan. <laughs> Last time I checked in the dictionary, there's no I in team. I and we. There's well, no I and I. I there's no and I and us. <laughs> there's no I in couple, meaning two at least, because that's really the foundation of any relationship is a couple. Mm. So apparently you need to reevaluate how a relationship goes. See, so that's the sweet way of enlightening someone. And here we go. Purse in the bin of the arm. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you had to take your phone and get you an Uber <laughs> or pick up your keys because you done parked a few blocks away. So again, you know, you have to be very deliberate about your conversation of making sure that your your covering bases and even if everything is not perfect, which we know it's not. Um Make sure that you're 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 being open minded about these various topics. And yes, be sure that when the person's having a conversation that they're talking about we and us, not me and my. Especially if you've gotten past the so what are your intentions about dating? Are you interested? Because that's one of the first things out the gate. You need to be clear about well, what are your intentions about dating? Are you just dating to date? You know, you be out here or is your life in that place where you still on the good time train? Or are you looking for a committed and more settled life? So you got to ask these questions and find out what they come. And don't wait till your heart, and that's according to you, is all entangled in this person that now they share something that you should have known two weeks ago. Yeah. So anyway, Oh, I just had to, can I I ask this one question mm -hmm. though? I've been working on finances. Is, is, what is your feeling that you come into a relationship and this person is, you know, they have, their financial life and picture and outlook is very, very good. Should you assume that because now this is before he puts a ring on it or even before y'all even talked about a ring on it, should you expect that he is going to get you in a financially good space? And I guess that's my kind way of, should you expect him to start paying your rent, your phone bill, that American Express <clears throat> that you done run up buying things to look gorgeous for him. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, what's your, what's your it, thought? Is that is that that all it depends on? Is she or he saved? No, okay, so no, 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 no. he's saved. I'm, That's what I'm saying. I'm he's talking saved. about the other person. He got his. No, I'm talking no, about we're her. Not ta- we're not talking about the streets here. Okay, we're well then, about if that's, I mean, if that's the is, case, then. No, he that's not his responsibility. Come on. At all. Come on. That's not his responsibility because Can you say it again for the um, people in the back? You know, you can't um, now unless um, you're not married. You're not married. So the two have not become one. 
Come on now. Okay, so you have to look at it that way. Your bills is your bills. That talking about can you pay your bills? No, uh, uh, no, you can't pay. He cannot pay your bills. I'm saying that for him. He cannot pay your bills. He better not pay your bills, and you better not ask him to pay your bills because those are your bills. You didn't you didn't rack up any bills with him. You racked up all of that on you before you met him. Them bills was all, all, all over the place, and you just need to pay your bills because <laughs> because uh, whose name does those statements come in? Uh huh. Mm -hmm. That his last name, name ain't your part of your last name. name. Thank you. So and, and more importantly, come on, ladies. If you've learned anything about uh, your relationship, your relationship in God, he he's talked to you about finances. Yeah. So you okay? You've grown, and now you're tithing in church. But yes, it is your sole responsibility to get your financial picture in a place where you are good where you can where this person says to you <clears throat> um you know he's put a ring on it and y'all had those tough conversations he shouldn't be looking at you and don't try to and please don't hide it don't try to hide it okay because now you're really opening up a big ugly pandora's box in your relationship you need to make sure that your stewardship is on point too, because that's your expectation of him when he comes to the table. Not, as you said, to clean up your financial bill mess. Mm. That's not, nope. That's your well, wrong for that. Listen, I think we may have to have a part two of this. <laughs> we might need to, because uh -huh. I think we do. So listen, 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 Linda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it can go on and on and on you know people this. are good grievance out loud yeah. but anyway get some juicy <laughs> nuggets and tidbits to come back next week for some more uh, <laughs> that's we don't, right because it's we, valentine's day and y'all we, we don't want to leave you without a word of prayer <laughs> <laughs> so lord we just thank you for today we thank you for allowing us to give not only our perspective on love and relationships but father yours as well we thank you for that father we ask you to continue to bless mel and her family bless m me and my family bless our listeners and their families in jesus name we ask you father if there is anyone that does not know you, Father God. We ask you to pull on their heartstrings, Lord. We ask you, Father God, to continue to love on them and hug on them and letting them know that you are right there for them. And in order to be in your kingdom, there's only one thing that they have to do. It's nothing difficult. It's nothing hard. It's nothing abstract or out of the ordinary. All they have to do is open up their mouths and say a simple prayer that is, Lord, forgive me, for I am a sinner. Cleanse me, wash me clean from all of my iniquities, all of my sins and transgressions. And that you will be come into my heart <clears throat> and be Lord and master of my life. And if they believe what they said and meant what they said, that the angels are rejoicing in heaven. And we just say thank you because you died for us. You died for them. You loved us so much that you took on all of our sins. Not only did you die, but you got back up and you are forever present 
and you left a, the Holy Spirit to dwell within us. And we thank you for that, Father. And we just say amen and amen and amen. Amen. <clears throat> so, if you see something strange, <gasps> see something odd. What? Ah! All you have to do is say, what you say? <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.